0: Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 305 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one is awesome. It's with Aaron Fegis from Fegis Barbecue. We talk mostly about their Spring Branch location. I was super curious, and I won't go too into it because Aaron gives all the details. I ask her a million and one questions, and hopefully it covers everything that you're curious about. They are open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 9, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., And then Sunday right now from 11 to three. But in the interview she talks about those Sunday hours will most likely be extended and she'll explain why. This location just sounds awesome. It's like the Greenway Plaza location barbecue wise but it's so much more. They offer so many more dishes. She goes into great detail and they have great pride with what they're doing and she describes the physical location, indoor and outdoor. It just sounds like uh, a dream come true and she talks about all the pitfalls and hurdles and the things that are going on in her mind because it's only been open a month a lot of balls in the air and they need to make sure it works. So the Green Meadow location is still open Monday through Friday. This location is open Tuesday through Sunday. On July 27th, they have a big wine event called Rhinestone Cowboy from 5 to 7. I'll put links to that below as well as I'm doing a companion blog piece all about that. The best thing about this is that there's a nighttime option for Fiji's Barbecue, as well as a weekend option for Fiji's Barbecue, which there wasn't. Spring Branch is northwest of Houston, of downtown Houston. And I'll put a link to the map below. I can't thank Aaron enough for taking the time and Aaron and Patrick for opening up something so wonderful. I know it's gonna be a place that you're gonna wanna visit and it's a place I'm gonna wanna visit so many times. And the Kevin's Barbecue Joins podcast and YouTube show is brought to you by Flores Tortillas. Check them out, floristortillas.com. Tortillas with smoked beef tallow. That's all you need to know. Every Monday at 10 a.m. Texas time, they drop on the website, you can buy them in dozens. Ship them all across the United States. Again, that's floristortillas.com And Centex Smokers. You can check them out on Instagram at Centex underscore smokers. Michael Johnson's just doing amazing work. Just beautiful stuff. Been welding since he was a kid. Give him a follow on Instagram. See his stuff. You'll If you're not in the market for a pit, you'll just love what he's doing. If you are in the market for a pit, give him a DM to give you a quote. They're about 12 to 14 months lead time. Again, that's Centex Smokers. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com with links to all my podcasts, YouTube stuff, as well as all my crazy lists, which are hopefully really helpful. I have some new stuff on the horizon. It's almost done. It's I'm all doing it, doing it by hand. It's taking a lot of time, but I think you guys will love it. But at the end, stay safe. Thanks, Aaron, for taking the time. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good afternoon, I guess.
1: Good afternoon.
0: You said you're stressed, which makes sense. Like there's a lot of things in the air. How, like, how is today? Like, do you feel like you're starting to, starting to like become part of everything? Because like, what you've been open? No little longer than a month? Is that in life.
1: We've been open just less than a month. We opened okay. on Father's Day weekend, And I was actually really calm, working really hard. But I went into like the first week of being open, really calm. Almost like I meditated every morning and I wow. just came in and I had a big smile. And I'd be like, hey, guys, I have so much to do today. It's going to be great. Let's rock <laughs> this out. And like now I'm stressed. Like the stress really crept in after that first week. And I think part of it's because like my expectations of things that should be running smoother, you know, the expectation is there, but the reality is not meeting all of the expectation. And we, we got hit immediately with a lot of feedback, um, which is good, Yeah. but we got it like on day one. I mean, we were getting reviews, on our very first day, like I was getting Yelp updates (laughs) and so, and, uh, yeah. So like, I think we, maybe we just got really spoiled with Greenway, but, um, our clientele, it's just a, it's a different clientele. We're getting used to a different neighborhood and we love spring branch. We live in spring branch, Mm -hmm. like, you know, this is the name, this is our neighborhood but the dining patterns are different. The preferences are different. The way they read pricing is different. Um, oh, that's fascinating. So it's, yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're just kind of navigating all of that. And I think I have an expectation of like, we're going to be perfect. We're going to not make mistakes. And the reality is like, yeah, oh, that's... we're not, we're not there yet. And we'll never be there because nobody is ever perfect. So the stress is definitely coming from like, we need to get we need to get where we need to be and we need to get there quickly like our service needs to be flawless our food needs to be flawless and consistent and there there needs to be a value that people can perceive and that's really hard right now because the meat pricing is just so crazy yeah so it's really hard to see the value in some things and i i have a hard time like coming to terms with that
0: yeah well how do you and like, there's a I, have a, I have a thousand questions about this and how, because I, I wanted, like, I'm like, how oh, are you going to be there more? Is Patrick going to be at the other, like, or is it going to be kind of a mix? Like, are, do you think, are you going to be at Spring Branch more? Do you think?
1: I mean, I, we've spent three years focusing only on Greenway Plaza. It's had our, you know, yeah. undying attention for so long. And because of that, and because of the staff we have there, They've been there for so long and we all got to work together for so long they don't need us in the same way that spring branch doesn't mean for sure
0: that makes sense very
1: much like an infant that really just needs a lot of help and so that the nature of that certainly pulls us towards spring branch more and more i still love stopping by greenway plaza i mean our our son still goes to daycare over there so like we're we have to physically be over there twice a day and so we like to pop in but i get i definitely get the sense when i'm there i'm like they don't really need me like they're they're just so (laughs) self-sufficient they're so good at what they do and and everybody there's been doing what they do so long they know the customers Mm -hmm. um they know the routine they know how to execute and, um, which is great that we have the ability to be able to step away and focus on something else. But um, I mean, sometimes I just go, cause I'm just like, I miss you guys. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're great. It's good to see you. And I'm like, okay, well I'll just take some photos for social media, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, that's like, it's like heartbreaking, but it's like, yeah. it's it like fills your heart too. It warms your heart yeah. because cause that's what you'd want. And they've been, they've been through all like the pandemic and things like like all the difficulties that you can go through for a restaurant. Yeah, and, and, and I guess like it is, uh, as you were speaking, I was thinking about the animal, the customer, and how different it would be for there as opposed to at a stand and and this is it in a can you describe uh, spring branch and kind of explain yeah. to people what, so what it's all about.
1: Spring branch is located in a shopping center we're in the end cap of uh, a shopping center. It's about 5,000 square feet inside, plus just under 2,000 square feet of patio. So we have a wow. lot of space, a lot of dining room, a lot of kitchen, um, a lot of outdoor seating, And our menu is very similar to Fugis Barbecue. We're still very much a barbecue restaurant. That's the core and the beating mm. heart of our menu. But we have a little bit more expansive sides options at Spring Branch and in, in a Ever growing menu. So we have three salads that are available right now. We have a section called For the Table, which has some kind of fun items that you can order and share. We have mains, which are entrees. Like um, we're actually uh, introducing a hanger steak tomorrow. No, we're really having fun. Um, We're working with a, a chef that we hired. So up to this point, like a lot of the creative parts of the menu have been on Patrick and I, but going forward, we'd really like to work more with our chef and have them have this individual really kind of like take over. Mm-hmm. Um, because we realize, like if it's just Patrick and I, it's kind of limiting because we're so busy that sometimes we don't get around to like making the changes that need to be made because we just don't have the time to do it.
0: That makes sense. So
1: yeah. So we wanted to hire somebody that, that had a desire to kind of be in a barbecue restaurant, but be, the chef side of the barbecue restaurant um and we found How, how was that
0: hiring that person was that difficult was that a challenge for you
1: we interviewed a lot of people we interviewed a lot of people and we really wanted to find a good fit and the good fit is it's hard to describe it's like i don't even know that you could put it on paper there's certainly things that we were looking for experience the chef that we hired was really into southern cuisine um, he's originally from North Carolina. Oh. so He's familiar with barbecue. Barbecue is not um, a skill that he necessarily has, but he's grown up familiar with it. And Southern cuisine was kind of like where we were, we were looking at somebody that was just really interested in kind of being creative on any level, not specifically with one mm-hmm. genre of food. And, and he's great. And our general manager is great too. They're um, just really good people, and that's that's ultimately what you're looking for is just like a good person who's mm-hmm. going to take care of your team and um, you know help get the job done.
0: Yeah, and and um, as and as we talked about in our previous interview, you've dealt with all different types of people. <laughs> I won't yeah. even get into it, but it's you've seen it all, so you know and you know what makes a restaurant work. And not just like to make it so it makes money. It's something that it that as as a living thing or as a thing, it to make it work so that the the all the all the different all the staff are comfortable at all times and feeling you know acknowledged and working hard like a to create a team atmosphere. You've and then you brought that to to Greenway Plaza, and I'm sure that's what you want to do with Spring Branch, right?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. And I'd say that's probably one of the things that's I don't know if challenging is the right word, but you know, our Greenway team is small and it kind of grew organically. We hired, you know, who we have now, we hired over the past couple of years and and really got to know them. And then all of a sudden we have Spring Branch and there's 25 people. I I personally can't name every single person on our team because we have some people that started today, started yesterday. And I, I struggle with that because I really like knowing and connecting with the people that I work with yeah, definitely. and we'll get there. And I know that's coming, but we're just not there yet. And so it's weird for me when I walk into my restaurant and I look in the kitchen and I'm like, I don't know who all these <laughs> people are. And I don't think they know who I am. But yeah, um, and so that, you know, it's, it's unusual to me because we're so tight knit and we're so close mm. at Greenway. And even like our managers at Spring Branch that started with us a few months ago, you know, we just spent so much time together working and building this restaurant. And now there's all these new individuals, you know, in the mix. And so it's, it's challenging to get to know everybody. It's challenging to form like a genuine relationship with people. And also at this point, there's still a lot of movements. There's, you know, people coming for two days and then we don't see them again. Wow. So it's also kind of hard because you're like, you know, who do we want to and who do I want to invest my time and energy in? Well, everybody, but yeah. I can't and not, you know, so I'm getting to know everybody. Patrick knows like the half that I don't know. (laughs) that helps. Yeah. So that like, he'll talk about people and I'm like, is that this person? And he'll, you know, confirm, Um, but no, it's, it's good. It's, it's just, it's so different. It's just bigger. It's just, it's, it's so amplified, Um, but it gives us the opportunity to do a lot more and to have, you know more fun with the menu
0: yeah and um, you're open and- 11 till nine o'clock every what tuesday through yeah. S- saturday and then sunday you're 11 to 3 or 11 to 4 or something like
1: that. exactly so tuesday through saturday we're 11 to 9 on sundays we're 11 to 3 and then we're closed all day monday
0: how you like that? I remember that. That's pretty good memory. I can't believe that. That's uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, you did a know, good job. I don't, I don't think I know. I'm
1: doing a horrible job plugging my own restaurant, and you're doing a really good job. <laughs> no, no.
0: That's, I'm just, we're just bouncing off each other. But, it's, so, but that's also, too, because Greenway is only open for, what, breakfast, lunch, essentially, or like our late breakfast lunch? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Greenway is open from, for breakfast. We just started doing breakfast again now that people are back in the office. but. Okay. Greenway is open for breakfast at 8 AM and then 8 to 10 and then from 11 to 2 for lunch.
0: Okay. That's what I thought it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, but, but Monday through Friday. So previous to spring branch, there was no good features barbecue weekend option. So I think that's the real exciting thing is that we're able to serve people on the weekends and dinner.
0: Um, How is that? Like, that's, that's interesting and that must be exciting for you because that's what you love. That's, that's awesome
1: dinner is busy. Um, I, we, I wish there were like a lot of examples of this so that we could have gone in and been like, Oh, this is how our business is going to be. But there aren't a lot of people in barbecue that are, that stay open for dinner. Um, so it was hard to kind of gauge what dinner sales were going to be like. We're also, I think we're more of a neighborhood restaurant at dinner than a destination. So our dinner crowd is our neighborhood. Um, And not necessarily the huge barbecue aficionados, although we do see a lot of barbecue people coming in at at night too, but like dinner is crushing it. And frozen margaritas are crushing it. Like
0: I didn't see, I didn't know that. I didn't know you you I didn't know you had frozen margaritas. Now it changes everything.
1: Yeah, frozen margaritas, that's that's where it's at. Wow. In fact, if I could go back in time and just take beer and wine away and just serve margaritas i feel like that's all you really need
0: wow is it because of the heat right now you think that's or is it just yeah i got right big
1: thing i think it's the heat but also i think texans just really love a good margarita or a margarita because i don't even yeah i think ours is good but like i'm not going to go out and say that it's good but Mm -hmm. we we sell a ton of margaritas they're super refreshing and um, I just, I think people in Texas just love a margarita and it's been, you know, 108 degrees every day. So that, yeah. that helps.
0: Yeah, and it'll probably be hot for the next 30 years. <laughs> exactly, it's never gonna years. not be hot. <laughs> I was thinking, I texted my friend yesterday, I'm like, is it gonna be hot forever? And he was like, yes, it's gonna be hot forever. <laughs> That's the stuff. Patrick,
1: Patrick always looks at me and says, isn't it weird that of all the time, like of all the millennia to exist, that we're living at the end of the world? <laughs>
0: That's an interesting way to look at it. It's sad <laughs> it's though. Like it is, like, it I don't
1: think he's wrong, but I'm like, yeah, I think we are living where, you know, uh, we're definitely uh, at, at the end, <laughs>
0: the end of uh, human existence, for sure. I think yeah, the, the, the things that survive, like be, like the dinosaur age, they will be here after us, but it's, it's so, so is there like a lull then? Cause it's only been, like you said, less than a month, but is there like a lull between lunch and dinner? Or are you seeing that? Or are you seeing people, are people hanging out there? And then also you you have a full bar then, right?
1: We do, um, we do beer and wine, and then we have our margarita. And our margarita is actually, it's considered a wine-based margarita. It's a product that we found that is...
0: I think I know what the, I think I've heard it's of It's
1: agave-based. It's not mm-hmm. technically tequila. It's agave-based wine. It tastes just like tequila. It tastes like water down yeah, tequila. Yeah. So the alcohol percentage is, is um, appropriate for our liquor license. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So we're just beer and wine and... We sell, you know, we sell, we're we really learning and pushing wine. I really still am committed to making like this wine and barbecue thing happen. Thank it's, you. It's a I little appreciate bit of that battle. so much. <laughs>
0: I love that. That's my dream is that to, to marry those two. I think it's it's ideal.
1: It's, I mean, I like drinking wine. Wine's good. Barbecue's good. And there are some really phenomenal pairings. And I think it's it's a very appropriate drink for a barbecue experience.
0: Yes. Are, can, are, so then you have wine Wednesdays. Is that something that's going to go on? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So today's Wednesday. So today, well, today we're, is Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> today is Wednesday. So we're selling a lot of wine today. Um, yeah. So on Wednesdays we, I choose a wine and um, it's, you know, it's a wine I'm excited about, but really I'm excited about every wine on the menu. So mm-hmm. we just have to get through 15 weeks until I get to the end of every wine on the menu. And then I'm just going to start picking at random, but, um, We do half price by the glass and half price bottle of that that. wine. It's a really great way to educate our staff because that's one of the issues that we're having is we have this really ambitious wine program and there's only really Mm -hmm. one wine trained individual and that's myself. And I've been working to really train our staff to be comfortable with wine, but I took for granted that I just hang out with people that are into wine and that we all know how to open a bottle of wine and that we all know, you know, Chardonnay is, is a white grape or, you know, I took all that for granted because we hired really great people. We hired really, really nice front of house. Um, but many of them had never opened a bottle of wine. And so the comfort with this whole wine program is very much like not there and it's, we're getting there, you know, every week, Wine Wednesday is is partly to help introduce our wines to the public, but it is also probably equally as important. It is a great training mechanism for our team. Every Wednesday, they really only have to master one wine. And That's... over time, they will have mastered all the wines. But it's like today, instead of trying to know everything about 15 wines, know everything about this wine. And week after week they're becoming experts on you know the wine that, that is going to be featured that week and um so that's I, who, yeah real. who knew
0: that that would turn out that way that's
1: a smart way yeah um but yeah and so we're, we're starting to get better at our whole wine service and managing our wine bottles and the inventory and so so you'll we'll- be
0: selling so so is it because Having the fact that they're open are you? Is it table service or is it lineup service? I, I've I've seen pictures, but I haven't seen anybody, and I haven't seen a wait, wait staff. I don't know how that works.
1: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a hybrid. So you order at the counter initially, but once you're at your table, you have a server. So somebody will come, introduce themselves, and say, "Hi, I'm I'm okay. Chris. I'm your server. Um, if there's anything you need, let me know. If you'd like a refill or some, you know, condiments like you know." I'll, I'll come back and check on you, but let me know if I can get you anything because the intention is really to try to prevent people from having to get back up. So once you've seated, once you've ordered and you're sitting, your food should come out to you. Um, refills should be taken care of. Somebody should be bringing you your silverware and your condiments. And that's our way of kind of keeping the casual barbecue vibe, but still giving you a level of service that's um, just kind of different than what most people mm-hmm. Barbecue restaurants are offering, and another reason for that is because when you're going to sell booze, you really want to be able to sell multiple drinks, Mm -hmm. and not a lot of people want to get up to get that second drink. So, or get
0: or get in a line, or have like a just a drinks-only line, it becomes yeah, that's a
1: yeah. Um, You could add
0: on. You could add on to your meal through your server
1: through your
0: server server host person or there, yeah. What yeah. You that? No, you, you
1: call. So so they're not doing full service. They've got a large, you know, they have a large area that they're covering with a lot of tables because it's not full service, but they're definitely stopping by making sure that if you don't want to get up, you don't have to. That your you, your needs should be met at the table.
0: So if you need more barbecue, you can get that. If you need desserts, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Excellent. Wow. That's, that's really it's cool. It's a
1: work in progress. Like this is one of the things when I said, what's when you asked what was stressing me out, it's these little things. They, they're, the team is doing an amazing job. They're the nicest human beings. Um, but we're still kind of trying to finesse the system mm-hmm. and figure Makes out what's going to work. But yeah.
0: Well, it's different to them too. It's like, it's different to the customers, different to them. I think it's going to take some time for people to you know get proper footing in general. Yeah. Are you guys using, or is it just from for photos really nice plateware
1: we do have some pretty nice plateware we're doing like a combination of so we we purchased some plates from a restaurant that sadly closed in the middle of the pandemic and they'd been around for um i guess almost a decade and it was you know it was a kind of like a Houston favorite. A lot of people really like oh. this restaurant. We bought their plates off of them and people still recognize them. They'll be like, are these the plates from downhouse? And we're like, they are. Wow. And so we bought, we bought plates from them. So we were able to get some nice plates because, you know, they had a, a great inventory of plates and the owner, you know, is a friend of ours. We've known him for a while. And, uh, but then side-by-side side with your nice plate, some of the food comes out, you know, on the shoot tray like the classic barbecue that's cool that's interesting with a little liner nice
0: juxtaposition no I saw it and I'm like weird about like my in my next life I want to have really interesting mixed up strange plateware and I've seen like people with photos and it just looks there's some really unique stuff and really cool stuff and then I saw your photos and I thought wow I didn't know if this was just for kind of presentation or if it was actually wow that's that's really that's really cool. That's That's really interesting. So then, so with the meats and their meats are just by the half pound, like, is that kind of like how you graduate? Like you're not going to, people aren't going to get quarter pounds and stuff. I
1: hope they don't. Well, no, we still sell. So on the menu, it's displayed as the half pound pricing, mm-hmm. but, but you can buy the meats by really by the quarter pounds. So most people, what we're finding is most people order a half pound. That's the most popular yeah. um, volume weight, but, um, but you can get it in any denomination of a quarter pound.
0: Okay, that's that's cool. I, But in, in, in the end, I think a quarter pound wouldn't satisfy many of the at least the barbecue people. Maybe like my mom or like something like, or
1: something. Like oh, that. We, so we we opened on Saturday. Sunday was Father's Day. Sunday we had a line out our door at like 10 a.m. We hadn't opened yet, and. I just, you know, I just been telling our staff, like, we're going to be really busy on Sunday. Like we're opening on Saturday. We're not really talking about the fact that we're opening on Saturday, but we are really advertising that we're opening on Sunday. We want, you know, people to celebrate father's day with us. And, you know, I've told everybody like, you know, prep up, be ready, be ready for a crowd. And Patrick and the smoke team I just think that they had a hard time really, it's really hard to assume that you're gonna sell a ton of barbecue. There's an ego involved in being like, yeah, let's smoke 60 briskets. Like we're totally gonna sell that. You know, Greenway, like our average was probably like 14 briskets a day because we were open just for lunch and that was Mm -hmm. what we were, that's that's what our average was and that was pre-pandemic. So I think Patrick was trying to figure it all out (laughs) And he definitely underestimated because people were coming up to the register and ordering four pounds of brisket. And so within an hour, Patrick was like, I think we're about to run out of brisket. I'm like, no way.
0: That's such an awful feeling too.
1: And I stood at the register and I listened to like three or four people order. And I'm like, well, that I can see how... I can see that how that would be happening because, you know, we underestimated how much each individual would order. Um, and then I also think we just kind of underestimated how many people were going to show up. But, um, but yeah, we ran out very quickly and not in the good way, not in the way where you're like, we cooked so much and sold so much. It's like, guys, we really underestimated today. And we, you know, we can't do that again. And um, but, but it, Luckily, a lot of the people that came on Father's Day were people that we know. So we were yeah, yeah. up to them. But yeah, people are, I mean, people at, at Spring Branch just tend to order much heavier. I think they're feeding multiple people or taking it home.
0: Are you seeing like a lot of to go business too? Is that something Tons. that you're getting? Hunt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How weird. Like it's so weird. That, I mean, not, not weird. No, weird. This, this, it's just who knew that? Who knew what you were getting into? And this, for people that might not know, how long have you been planning? And when were you actually going to be opening if the pandemic hadn't started? Started? <laughs> happened?
1: I mean, we we've been planning for this restaurant for about two years. We signed the lease in February of last year, and so like probably three weeks before everything was shut down, um, we signed the lease, and then we spent the entire pandemic year struggling for survival at at Greenway while also building you know getting with a contractor building out a restaurant kind of navigating the various material price increases you know steel is expensive now lumber is expensive and
0: And hard to get sometimes now you can't
1: find any plumbers or plumber parts because everything froze in Houston like it was insane It, it it's always insane like building out a restaurant and opening a restaurant is never like a not insane process but i think i feel like there were just so many additional fun obstacles um, <laughs> quote,
0: quote unquote fun
1: yeah yes. like we'd you know i mean and everything was done on zoom like we we had two months worth of meetings with our contractor and then the pandemic happened and all of a sudden we were designing and building out a restaurant over zoom
0: that's insane
1: and it it was challenging it was doable i think we all learned that it's doable you know everything can be done a different way just may not be ideal but i definitely think it slowed things down we were originally planning to be open in like february or march of this year and we didn't open until june 19th so wow
0: um, that's crazy did it turn out the way like i don't know if you you'd want to answer 100 but did it turn out the way you wanted it to turn out or are there things that you would have wanted different i guess maybe you'll maybe know in a year too. i guess like how things
1: I mean like the building itself is beautiful. Yeah. I think our space is it's amazing. Um and I love
0: It looks you know, gorgeous. I love
1: seeing it with people in it. I love the silent westerns on the walls. I love the whole feel of it. Um I don't know that it feels how I thought it would feel and I don't know that it ever could have cuz hmm. I just I think that's like one of those things you paint a picture of like at night about like, what is it going to be like to sit in your restaurant? Uh, And I definitely had all these dreams about like Wyatt sitting next to me and he's eating dinner. Like, you know, we're feeding in there, he's doing his homework there. And we actually very quickly decided we couldn't bring Wyatt up to the restaurant much. He's there on the weekends quite a bit, but like, he knows that we work there and i think it really kind of he realizes that that's the place that distracts us from him so he really acts out like we can take him to other restaurants and that's
0: interesting wow. cannot,
1: he, he he does not want to behave at the restaurant that we own
0: <laughs> someday, I think someday he just
1: he runs into the kitchen too because he got used to running into the kitchen before we were open it was an empty restaurant and you know, he'd kind of walk the space with us when we were doing walkthroughs with our contractors and like um he just got used to kind of roaming freely and that's now there's like orders. It's like no, you can't just run into the kitchen. And he looks at us like, why not? i, I <laughs> that's did a- it for a month, and we're like, Well, no, you can't do that anymore. So yeah, I think that's a big pivot. We really thought we were gonna live there with our child, and now we're like, Oh, he can't <laughs> he can't that's
0: interesting. That. <laughs> and that message like when you're saying how to look and see people in your restaurant or even in the evening to maybe be step be outside and see it full people and activity and that must be that's got to be a beautiful thing it's like a surreal thing too especially through what you've gone through
1: yeah i mean there's times where like i'll just be kind of silently just kind of watching and i'll see our manager is opening a bottle of wine for a table which to me that's like this beautiful like just position of like barbecue and wine where Mm -hmm. you're getting table service if you order a bottle, you're getting like true bottle service. You know, they're bringing out the glassware, they're presenting the wine. Um, so I'll watch as that kind of unfolds, and then the table next to it is like three kids, and they're running outside to go play in the kids' play area. And it really makes me happy because it—I feel like we're able to really provide services for so many different people. You know, family-friendly, but we're also you know have. Yeah, a little, you know, more options in terms of like the wine and the beer and the foods, you know, a little bit more elevated. And that's what we really wanted. And that's beautiful yeah. to see.
0: You're probably getting a lot of people, and you will get a lot of people that never went to Greenway and never would go to Greenway. Like it's just it's just you're gonna get a, a clientele that just wouldn't have gone there.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are actually I'm I'm surprised by how many people come into Spring Branch and say, I'm so excited you've opened. I live in the neighborhood. I've actually been to your spring branch location. That surprises me how many people traveled to this office complex parked, you know, in the parking garage and found their way into the food court. Um, but there's also, you know, similarly, a lot of people that say I've been wanting your barbecue for so mm-hmm. long. And I just, you know, I worked during the week and I couldn't make it down there. Yeah, of course. And- and so I, it really feels good to be able to finally have this restaurant where we can say, like, yes, I'm glad that we are finally a convenient option for you.
0: Now, with now, can people like what time should people get there? Like, what are you, what do you, what kind of patterns are you seeing for, and especially because a lot, a lot of people, there's a diverse amount of people that watch this, but mostly are people that really love barbecue. So, would
1: yeah. what,
0: what, what, should they like on the weekends? Should they get there early, or do you are you seeing a line or how? what do you-
1: No, not really. I mean. Tuesday through Friday, we have busy lunches, but we never have like the barbecue line. Um, there might be, you know, right at eleven, you could walk right in and go up to the register. By like okay. eleven thirty, there's a little bit of a crowd, but it's not it's not like a substantial barbecue line. We have like a constant flow of people. Okay today, when I left the restaurant, we live really close to the restaurant. So I left the restaurant five minutes before we were scheduled to to get jump on the zoom call. And I was walking out the door and we were still packed. And it's 2pm. So from like 1130 to two, it is constant. And that really surprised me. I thought we would for sure have these lulls, you know, from like, two to four, we'd be empty, we could do staff meetings. And that's not that's not proving to be the case. I mean, we we still have a steady stream of people all the way through until dinner. It's really hard to kind of distinguish lunch and dinner service because there's always people in the building coming in and ordering food.
0: Wow. Do you need to get that? Is that something that you
1: need? No. I think it's just somebody so nice. left us a Google review. It's Five good. stars. <laughs> Did you really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, so that's what people know. So if you leave a, a review on Google, you'll get it. You'll, so is it? So do you is that how it is? They push like Yelp reviews and Google reviews. I've never had a restaurant before. like I've managed, but that was back in the day when. So is that what happens? You get push notification.
1: I do. Yeah. Like because I manage the Google, I don't get Yelp ones, but I get um, Google and Square reviews come directly to my phone because everything's linked to my email. My email is like the administrator of the entire organization. So everything Feages Barbecue is funneled through my inbox. Gotcha. And so every review through Google or Square, I get a notification about.
0: Oh, man, that's that's good and bad, right?
1: It's good and bad. Most of them are good. Yeah, the ones on Google that haven't been very good are full of good information for us, like valuable learning information. Yelp, I completely disregard. I ignore it. I hardly ever read it. I think Yelp is- Garbage. Yelp, yeah. Yelp is garbage and it serves no valid function other than to make people feel important. Yeah. It doesn't help the restaurant industry. It doesn't help you. I don't no. think it's a very useful tool in, in finding a good option for dinner or somewhere to eat. But Google, I have found, is pretty reliable, and the reviews that we get about us, even if they're not favorable, I have to say they're legitimate. It's like a legitimately helpful review. Yeah,
0: and like at this point right now, if someone were to go to your website and email you just something that they thought they that they noticed or something, you would take that as 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 good feedback. Like it's something that you would love right now, but. It's people and that's that and that's something like if someone's listening to this and they see something out of the ordinary, they should let you know because you want to know.
1: Yeah, oh definitely. And like one of the things that happened to us in the first two weeks is our AC was working and then it stopped. Uh. It was incredibly hot. And we had a lot of people review us and complain about the AC almost as if we were like intentionally making it hot, <laughs> like cheap, like we were cheap and just didn't want to like pay for like adequate ac and we're like no no no." like we are putting so much (laughs) we were buying porticles we were doing everything we could and it was just it was 82 degrees in our dining room and humid and we could do nothing about it and it went day after day after i mean the ac company kept coming they came out every day and we kept being like hopeful that today's the day they're going to really get to fix it and it just they couldn't figure out what was wrong and they could figure out what was wrong but it was going to take you know a couple of days to get it fixed and it has a lot to do with Houston trying to become a green city.
0: Hmm. interesting.
1: Yeah, something about variable speeds with air conditioning units which is very new because in Houston AC units run constantly. They don't there's nothing variable about no, it. It's, they're just, just like on Los and they're area. on high, yeah. Uh-huh. And um but there's a lot of new requirements like building code requirements that are good in the grand scheme of things. Um, but that was that really was ultimately the issue. So for two weeks we were getting bad reviews about having a warm dining room. And I don't know what to do with it. Other than that's a just,
0: weird isn't that you think we know it's warm.
1: We wish more than anything we could solve it. Neither of us are AC techs. So we're relying on the intelligence and expertise yeah. and hard work of of other people and um but it's like, exactly. isn't
0: that the kind of thing that you would go to? Like someone working there and say, it's really hot. And they say, well, our AC, and then you would know the answer. Then you wouldn't put a review. Right. Like I've been in a barbershop and I'm like, it's so hot. And the guy's like, oh, I forgot to put the, the AC on. I'm like, okay, well then, yeah, it's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like it's You wouldn't intentionally want to like cook your customers as, it's just people are silly. Right. Just, well,
1: and it's like, like our staff was hot. Like we had people working in the dining room that were just like, we, we'd have, Staff members that were like sweating, and we've yeah. been so sorry, we it affected everybody, yeah, of course. And um, imagine yeah, the kitchen I mean, it well, the kitchen got it the worst, but
0: yeah.
1: luckily, we're just like, you guys should be used to that,
0: yeah, the kitchen people, yeah, like, of course. And the way <laughs> you, you've you lived through like all that, you know that it's yeah, you have to be tough for that. Well, and now, and now, if someone shows up, though, no, do you have I have like six questions in my head right now, do you have a bar?
1: We don't have a bar. Bar. We have a counter where you order your food, and then all the alcohol beverages are also right there and served right. there. But there's
0: there. no there's no there's not bar seating, right? It's not that a place like that.
1: Not not in the sense that you're thinking. We do okay. have like some tall seating, like some bar height tables that are positioned so that you can just stare at the smoke room and watch Patrick and his team. Oh. Season things, and it's just a higher <laughs> table. That's but cool. Enough. I didn't
0: know that. So they-
1: yeah, yeah. In fact, that's like the, that's like a lot of people's favorite the
0: prime album. spa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's a voyeuristic pit map, like pit <laughs> v- view of, okay, well, I didn't know. Okay. That's cool. And then if like, say someone shows up at eight o'clock, they can, there's, there's a lot, there's, if, if you're sold out of certain meats, there's so much on the menu and is fried chicken, something you offer in at Greenway. Is that a, I think I, I thought I had seen it once or twice, maybe. We've that, uh,
1: done some specials with fried chicken. Um, we don't offer fried chicken every day at Greenway. It's hard because Greenway is not really set up to cook anything to order. Okay. So it's hard to do things like fried chicken unless you just like batch them out or have an extra person there one day who's just in the back, yeah. like, you know, chicken and then <laughs> drop the chicken. Yeah. Um, but also the flow it, at Greenway is so fast. Anything that takes more than like two minutes just
0: it doesn't make sense. Drops no. an
1: anchor in, in the flow, no. um, but yeah, we have fried chicken. But I mean, we we try not to run out of brisket, so we try to go into dinner service with enough brisket to get through dinner. I mean, we close at nine, so if you show up at eight, we should still have okay. That's your goal. Right. Things, yeah, that's the goal. Um, and we have found ways to kind of incorporate like leftover brisket gets used in the brisket and pimento cheese grilled cheese. So that way, there's like an incentive to not be so close to the line that most people that come in late won't get brisket, because the incentive is well, you need some brisket left over for tomorrow because we have to chop it up and put it into these other dishes.
0: Gotcha. That pimento cheese brisket sounds so good. Like that's not something you ever had at Greenway, right?
1: It's not. We did it once or twice for like you know, grilled cheese day or something. But um, no, it's and again, it's for the same reason we didn't don't really do the fried. Chicken is um, it's best cooked to order, and that's really hard to do at Greenway. Yeah.
0: are there any unique things that you like that that you want to mention that those people can know about? And then, do you have special a different special every day? And then, desserts are you guys making desserts or bringing them in? Or?
1: Yeah, we're making the desserts in house right now. We still have the same three desserts that we had that we also oh. have at Greenway. So we're doing the um, banana and caramel cream pie um, bread pudding and the PB, and J chocolate cake, but we're very close to being able to really add to our menu. We wanted to create more dessert options, which we're about to do. Our, my favorite dish on our menu is the hanger steak. It's a porcini rubbed hanger steak. So it's a porcini powder. I, I'm not going to tell you guys the recipe because yeah, I don't. yeah,
0: yeah, don't, yeah not, don't. I
1: almost it, just did because I'm. you
0: just. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I edit, I edit that out. <laughs> but
1: it's got porcini. And and porcini
0: makes it, sense because it's in the name of the dish, so that's yeah. okay.
1: And it's just like super umami, and it creates this okay. like really nice crust. But we um, seared the hanger steak and then it's served over roasted cauliflower and romesco. And it's oh. it's a phenomenal dish. It never touches smoke, which is, you know, a lot of things on our menu at some point, like the smokers play into it. I mean, this is kind of one of those dishes that's just, it's a restaurant dish. It's a restaurant dish that's elevated and delicious and super easy to eat and just I
0: mean, I just want to eat one right now. Is that Yeah, I want to eat one right now, too. This sucks. I, like, I'm so dumb to do these because I, <laughs> I talk to places. We should that do
1: I'm... these in person, right? You should fly yes. to LA and have them bring food. <laughs>
0: but I don't exist. I'm not real. I'm just this guy that does these with the thatch thing behind me. It's not You're real. a really great Russian bot. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, like, you can't tell. Yeah, this is, this is actually Tom Cruise. No, um, but now <laughs> that would be awful. Um, now, uh, with, the, with the hanger steak, do you get that at lunch and dinner? Mm-hmm. Oh. So all these, everything, is there anything specific, like a special for lunch, special dinner, or are you going to try to keep it so it's consistent? Okay. No,
1: we're going to try to do things for both. We talked about maybe having a slightly different menu. And then ultimately we just decided it's easier for the kitchen yeah, um, if you don't have to completely transition from one menu to another. And then in terms of specials. It just seemed like, I mean, I run our, I run all of our social media. And as somebody running social media, I'm like, how do I advertise this? And then say, oh, only for dinner. Sorry. (laughs) It's like, it just (laughs) seems mean you you know, like, oh, you want to come for lunch? Too bad. You don't get this. So I'm like, it's not harder. It's not harder for us or our kitchen to make things available all day. And it just made more sense. And that way more people can enjoy it. And so, and then we're, you know, likely going to sell more of it. So that's how we've approached it.
0: Okay, what's Patrick's favorite dish?
1: Oh gosh, I don't know. Probably the ribs.
0: The ribs, just like the, oh the the ribs from that you guys have always had. Your ribs.
1: The ribs we've always had. I also think Pat. So I'm trying to think of what Patrick orders because we eat there every day. So <laughs> we're working through. Probably I don't know. Actually, probably the fried chicken. Yeah. the fried chicken platter.
0: Now, do you, are you guys going to have a brunch menu? Because I know because you're it's eleven to three on Sundays, or is it just that's just the the time that it.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Um, we talked about doing something brunch like, but the reality is, everybody that's there probably really wants the barbecue, and then brunch would just compete with barbecue. Yeah. Um, okay.
0: And then my dad and, to and also food.
1: brunch is like Patrick's least favorite thing. In the entire world
0: <laughs> he doesn't like brunch that's a good take he doesn't this.
1: like working brunch. He, oh, he doesn't not, like brunch he doesn't mind going and getting brunch and getting to drink bottomless mimosas okay. and ordering eggs in a very difficult way but he doesn't like to be the recipient of that being in okay. the kitchen and having to to work a brunch service
0: well i think you guys could probably survive without having brunch <laughs> I, I think that's fine yeah and, it's, it, yeah and also too it's it's good because then you get done at three and not that you're ever done for any from anything because you have a lot of wheels in the air, but but like the, everything's going on. But I think that we
1: might stay open past three on Sundays.
0: That's coming up, maybe.
1: Well, okay. So we did a staff meeting this past Sunday, and the meeting started at five, and we we were in the meeting from five to seven, and we turned away probably forty people that came to the door, oh, families, kids show up. And the door was locked. We'd meet them at the door, explain that we were closed, hand them a menu, try to make light of the situation, kind of give them some recommendations for where else to go. Mostly these were neighborhood people. I could tell they, a lot of people just walked up from the neighborhood.
0: Because you had said this is a walkable place, right?
1: Yeah. And so, in fact, one family showed up, it was two kids on Razor scooters and one <laughs> kid was driving his Mercedes, Um, you know, the little like kids- Like the
0: to- little <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like he was just driving it up, you know, five miles an hour, just cruised right up to the front door. And I I literally looked at him and I said, that's a really nice ride. I am, you are the first person I am almost tempted to just open up and make these guys start cooking for you. But unfortunately, we're not open. And so I came home from that meeting and I said to Patrick, I go, you're not going to want to hear this. And he goes, what, what happened? And I go, we got to be open on Sunday, like all night we've got to extend our hours. I said, we can't close at three. There's too much demand. And none of us realized it because we were all
0: how would you know?
1: going home, you know, yeah, We yeah. were and I'm like, we've got to do it. So he was reluctant. He didn't really like the sound of that. Cause he was like, that's our rest night. And I'm like, well, I'd rather it be our make money night. And so, yeah, I think it's going to probably take us about three or four weeks to just figure out the scheduling. And how, cause I think we're going to need to hire um, a manager to help alleviate the burden if we're adding this shift but um but yeah I think we're going to be open on Sunday nights
0: okay so pay attention to your social media and you'll
1: announce yeah. it
0: and wow that's interest that's interesting and you have merch there like a tons merch. of
1: merch yeah. yeah new shirts we did all new designs this past year so we've got hmm. new merchandise options um and that the new stuff will will be available online very soon we're about to launch online ordering for spring branch you can always online order for greenway with for merchandise as well but uh for spring branch we're about to get everything launched and then we still do shipping nationwide um, for buy in bulk um which you you did a really great job this past year of helping us promote that
0: oh well i i love you guys i want you guys to be successful and i love too. like i like i said i'm a russian bot i'm just i'm here i'm here trying to help people out. i'm just until i get on the road i'll still help people out when i get on the road but still i want to i want to help you guys out as much as possible and i know that this has been a tough year for a lot of you guys and the, and you've changed and you've added so many different things and it's hard for people to keep track so i was hopeful i was trying to be as helpful as possible but i'll i'll put links below to all of that because i do i want to know if you're still going to be doing the nationwide shipping and then catering. I'm sure that's gonna become a bigger part of your business too because yeah. of this, right?
1: We did our first catering event for Spring Branch last night and it was wow. there were it was very exciting. Um, I was the one who was in charge and organized it and um, we, we got to cook for some people associated with the Texans. And I think that's all I could say. Oh, that's cool. It was, oh. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And I was like, let's do more things like this. <laughs>
0: that's fun. No, that's exciting. That's really cool. So that's something yeah. that is it best to reach out through the website for that?
1: Yeah, so you can reach out through the website. There's um, catering requisition forms online. So that's for explanatory right? right? Yeah, for both locations. And then um, at the very least, you can always reach out to me directly, Aaron at fidgetsbbq Um, and uh, that's also an option to get. Into. Yeah,
0: so it'll either be a Google review or someone asking for catering. It'd be a yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> but also too, if for the pre-orders, is that something where will there be a specific pre-order area that people will be coming to? Because like, that or is that even? Oh, like that when you meet?
1: up at the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have a pickup counter so um there will be like if you place an order for pickup there's a designated area for you to come and check in um and your order should be ready if you show up at the time that you've indicated if you're early we'll just you know give you a cup and tell you to grab an iced tea and we'll bring your order out
0: what is that but is that can you order pre-order for dine in um really that's,
1: that's
0: is that that's insanity right is that I insanity mean, <laughs>
1: I suppose you could. you pre-order it. it all get arrives into go packaging and then you just go take it to a table. But I mean most people that are pre-ordering are pre-ordering for takeout. Yeah. Um, and we get we we have had a lot of requests and we weren't able to accommodate until um, we're, we're working on getting that stuff ready, but probably within like the next week or two we'll have pre-order for Spring Branch live.
0: Okay. So you
1: can order online. And it just it's it's just convenient. You come in, your order's ready. You pick it up. You go. And we also do delivery, but the delivery is um, like it's limited to 200, a 250 two hundred fifty dollar order or higher. Um, but so a lot of what happens is like offices get together. And yeah. You get ten or fifteen people. Perfect. Guys place an order together, and then it's delivered. So it's super convenient.
0: Yeah. No, I've talked to a, a number of restaurants just in my area that have said that that kind of business is picking up again. Like that's yeah. the. That was something because people weren't working in offices or trying not to i think people are being forced now to come back to. yeah <laughs> they, <laughs>
1: they have know. to come back 80 percent of the time <laughs> is
0: that with, some, yeah. someone someone was telling me um that i guess people had moved to different cities and they thought they could work remotely and now the business is saying come back yeah. you have to come back to the office or have another job so <laughs> it's like no there's
1: so. a lot of weird stuff like that but um no, what we're seeing at Greenway and also just like with people we know throughout the city is they're required to go back to work three days of the week. Oh. So not five days, three days. So they're meeting, there's some compromise, they're meeting in the middle.
0: Interesting. Well, is there anything that we missed about, is this, this is exciting. It's a, I'm sure, I'm, and another reason why I'm doing this, Erin, is that I want you to be able to look back a year from now hopefully you'll want to look at this and see and see you know what you were thinking this is like kind of like yeah. a little slice of your life and you're like i wish i had these from when i was a kid like videos of you know how what i was thinking and it'll be interesting to see how different it is maybe we check back in in a year to see how things yeah are going.
1: you know the last time we talked was like pre-pandemic
0: yeah like right before right
1: like right before and i've watched that again because it was fascinating to me what we you and i collectively like what we thought was happening i should
0: see that again i should i (laughs) I haven't watched i watched it about eight months ago but i can't remember that was such a weird time oh
1: yeah that was crazy but no i mean i'm trying to think of what we've got our first big wine event coming up it's called rhinestone cowboy it's with um wines of germany and i'm super nervous about it i think it's going to be a flawless event and it's going to be great but like this is the first and this is a really important event for us to kind of establish ourselves in the wine world Okay. and being a barbecue restaurant i feel like we've really gotta we've got to get it right we've got to nail it so that we know that we can continue to do things like this so i'm i'm excited it's um tuesday july 27th from five to seven okay um barbecue german wines paired with our our menu and it's gonna be good
0: can't wait to visit both locations in person so like can actually see what they look like instead of just seeing them online so that'll be i it.
1: can't wait to go back to work and tell patrick that he was not missed <laughs> <laughs> patrick we had so much fun without you are <laughs> you had to work
0: could i keep that in there
1: <laughs> yes
0: the artist that did your work oh that... yeah okay
1: yes part of our aesthetic that it just worked out so well. Laura Goodson, she's the black and white cowboy artist. It fit perfectly with our theme. We happened to know her. Um, so we had a little like in and I called her one day or I, I, I messaged her one day and I just said, hey, would you wanna do a mural for us? And she said, yeah. And she ended up doing the mural and a painting inside um, and the so mural cool. she just did for fun really she she just did the mural for fun because she's just an awesome human being but um so we've got i think it's her biggest cowboy art piece to date is lives and exists inside Fiji's barbecue so if you want to see it you have to come to Fiji's barbecue um but she's a phenomenal human being and we're really excited to to have gone to work with laura goodson
0: nice i'll put a link below to her stuff so that way people can Check her stuff out, but yeah, I, I, I was meaning to to mention that because I thought that was really neat. Do you also have something else from another barbecue joint at your place or not? Another barbecue
1: joint.
0: Is that pig? Is that from? Is that from?
1: Oh yeah, cupcake, cupcake, <laughs> cupcake. Like like rules are kids play area, yeah. and cupcake is a relic. Originally, he lived and he was not named cupcake until a few months ago um but originally he lived at uh baker's ribs which was which is now regal's barbecue so our good friends russell and misty were trying to throw the pig away because it's very creepy <laughs> it is and um and they were going to throw it that. away and patrick was like no 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 can i have it and they're like yeah of course Patrick kept it in our backyard for like eight years and then this past year it's been a year at a boat shop getting repaired because it's all fiberglass and so it's a completely redone brand new still very creepy looking but much prettier creepy looking massive pig head named cupcake um and so many people recognize it when they come in they say that's from the pig on boss like Mm -hmm. that's from baker's ribs and you know so yeah and Misty and Ru- and Russell have both been in and both been like, ah
0: <laughs> no, it's a lot of it
1: thought we got rid of that thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a bad horror movie. It's a yes. <laughs> it came back better. But it's also it's yeah, no, and I I recognized it. I thought I, at least I when I saw it, I thought that looks extremely familiar. I think it connected to Russell and Misty. But then when I started seeing people, how did you get cupcake? How did that name come about?
1: Oh, my uh my niece looked at it one day and I she goes is his name cupcake? And I was like, sure.
0: (laughs) Perfect. He has, he
1: doesn't look like a cupcake, but sure. And that's how we got his name.
0: Okay. Do you guys, will you guys eventually sell cupcakes at your place?
1: We might have to, because of the, because of the existence of cupcake cupcake Mm -hmm. now has a bunch of rules too. We had to post a sign that says, don't climb on cupcake. Don't beat cupcake with a stick. (laughs) Don't Don't beat your siblings with a stick um it's just kind of funny like after observing the kids playing for a month like the rules that we've had to create they seem they seem more common sense now but i hadn't had not thought they would be necessary prior to opening do you, have, do
0: you guys have sticks around or something for
1: it? well we have like a ring toss game oh, and they take go. the ring toss game and they use it as a bat and mm. they put up cupcake and so <laughs> we put up each other um oh that's and, crazy yeah
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, that's a good way to end. To end well, we've
1: had it? This, we threw away the ring toss game. We were like, ooh, um, it's the older kids. The younger kids are usually pretty innocent. Um, oh, yeah. they haven't gotten to the point in life where they're wanting uh, to beat yeah. anything up. But yeah, but yeah, so cupcake has to be protected and had to create some rules.
0: Does Wyatt like cupcake or is Wyatt scared of
1: Wyatt is not scared of cupcake? Wyatt Wyatt is like fascinated by it. <laughs>
0: It really it is odd it's such an odd looking thing it's this and so that's out in the in the patio and there's a play area on the okay
1: yeah and honestly the kids are never scared of cupcake it's only adults every adult that walks by it is like oh that's so creepy and the kids are just not phased by it
0: if you eat outside is it covered
1: it's so it's a covered patio the kids play area is partially covered but the okay. but every other part of our patio is covered
0: that's cool covered that's
1: nice. we've got fans and lighting and um yeah, we're just trying we're we're continuing to make it a very comfortable place to sit and dine. That's awesome. Which is hard to do in the dog days of summer in Houston.
0: Oh no, I know. And then it'll be yeah, you'll have and then it'll get it gets kind of cold too. Right.
1: Yeah. By fall, fall's gonna be great. We're gonna sort have perfect patio weather.
0: Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your day. It was nice talking to you.